this bulletin, National's MP Andrew Gee quits party following decision on The Voice. Intelligence officials claim North Korea is supplying Russia with military equipment. And in sport, Meg Lanning set to return to international cricket. National MP Andrew Gee has announced his resignation from the party and will now sit as an independent in federal parliament. Mr Gee, who represents the New South Wales seat of Kalari, says he is leaving the junior coalition party due to its decision to oppose the indigenous voice to parliament. He says while he respects the views of his colleagues, he cannot vote in line with the party position he does not fundamentally agree with. Ancient indigenous rock art has been destroyed by vandals in South Australia. Authorities are searching for the suspected vandals who scaled fencing surrounding South Australia's Kunalda Cave and painted, painted over the works. The artwork, believed to be around 30,000 years old, is sacred to the mining traditional owners of the Nullarbor Plain. South, South Australia's Attorney General and Aboriginal Affairs Minister Kaya Meyer described the incident to ABC Radio. New South Wales has set a new target to cut greenhouse emissions by 70% by 2035. The state will continue to have an overall emissions reduction target of net zero emissions by 2050 and New South Wales is on track to meet its current target of having emissions by 2030 based on 2005 levels. This is not only good environment policy, this is great economic policy. It will drive up to $39 billion worth of investment into our economy by 2035 and support 13,000 new jobs. And the best news is that because of the policies that we've already got in place, we're on track to meet this ambitious target. So again, it's a target that's focused on protecting our planet, but doing so in a way that's going to grow our prosperity for generations to come. A group of teenage girls have described how the Taliban forced them out of a private education training centre in the northeast of the country as a ban on women in education came into force. One student, 19-year-old Mariam, has wept as she described the training centre as a hope that is now gone. Another student, 15-year-old Zuhal, says the girls were physically assaulted as they were thrown out of the centre in Takhar province of Afghanistan. The Taliban came today, beat us and kicked us out of the training centre and said that you no longer have the right to study. We are in a bad situation. The girls have lost their spirit. Afghanistan's rulers have banned female students from attending universities effective immediately in the latest edict cracking down on women's rights and freedoms. It is part of their strict interpretation of Islamic law or Sharia, despite initial promises of a more moderate rule respecting rights of, for women and minorities. Intelligence officials say North Korea is supplying Russia with military equipment. The White House says intelligence officers have determined a private Russian military company called the Wagner Group has taken delivery of an arms shipment consisting of rockets and missiles from Pyongyang to help bolster its forces as it fights side by side with Russian troops in Ukraine.
White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says they are concerned about increasing support from North Korea as well as the involvement of private contractors. Now, because the Russian military is struggling in Ukraine, President Putin has increasingly been turning to Wagner, which is owned by Yevgeny Prokhozhin, for military support. In effect, Mr. Prokhozhin controls a private army that fights alongside the forces of the Russian Federation. Mr. Prokhozhin is spending more than $100 million per month to fund Wagner's operations inside Ukraine. The U.S. says the Wagner Group has some 50,000 personnel fighting in Ukraine, including 10,000 contractors and 40,000 convicts, 40,000 convicts that the company has recruited from prisons. French serial killer Charles Aubrage is set to walk free from a prison in Nepal with his release expected in the next few days. Nepal's Supreme Court has ruled Sobraj to be released because of poor health and his good behavior behind bars as well as rules that a rule that makes him eligible to be sent home because he has served more than 75% of his sentence. Sobraj mother-in-law and lawyer Sakuntala Bishwa says it is not clear when he will be released. Sobraj, nicknamed the serpent, had been serving two life sentences for killing an American tourist and a Canadian backpacker, but such sentences in Nepal are 20 years in length. The Frenchman has in the past admitted killing more people, including several Western tourists, and is believed to be responsible for at least 20 murders in Afghanistan, India, Thailand, Turkey, Nepal, Iran and Hong Kong during the 1970s. Category 1 Tropical Cyclone Ellie has been forecast to weaken by this afternoon after making landfall in a sparsely populated area in the Northern Territory. Affected areas are getting heavy rain and winds of 75 kilometers per hour with gusts of 100 kilometers per hour. There is still a warning zone in place from the border of the territory with Western Australia to the mouth of the Delhi River, including the communities of Wadei, Delhi River and Pepimenati. Jonathan Howe from the Bureau of Meteorology says Darwin is not currently affected by the cyclone, but it does have its own weather issues. At this stage, Darwin is not included in the warning area, but there is a separate severe weather warning current, which does include large parts of the top end, including Darwin and the Tewe Islands, for heavy rainfall leading to flash flooding and damaging winds, which could cause trees to fall down, especially as winds start to wrap around that low pressure system. New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet has stepped in, to, stepped in to ensure three women are pre-selected for the state election ticket for the Upper House. Families and Communities Minister Natasha McLaren-Jones would lead the ticket with two new Conservative women, Susan Carter and Jean Haynes, suggested for the other sports. Several factions of the Liberal Party made the decision after facing allegations of sexism within the party. As part of the deal, three conservative male MPs, Upper House President Matthew Mason-Cox, Lou Amato and Shane Mallard will be dropped to make sure that men and women have the same number of seats. Liberal MP Paul Fletcher has backed calls for his party to recruit more women as parliamentary candidates 
following a scathing post-mortem review into the coalition's performance at the last federal election. The review has found women abandoned the Liberal Party in droves at the polls with submissions arguing the party has failed to adequately represent their values and priorities. The review has issued a number of recommendations aimed at repairing relationships with key voter demographics such as the Chinese community and women with one suggestion to implement a 50% female target within 10 years or three terms. But Mr. Fletcher has stopped short of supporting the quota call. He says the particular tool used by the Liberal Party are a matter for the organization. Double demerit points are now in force across parts of the country as Australians prepare to hit the roads for end-of-year holidays. The National Roads and Motorists Association says double demerits are in place in New South Wales and DACT for 11 days from today until the 3rd of January, while in Western Australia they are in place until the 8th of January. Highways are expected to be busy as it is the first time in three years all borders have been down for the Christmas break. And uh, to sports, and Australia's Meg Learning will return to international cricket for the upcoming one-day international series against Pakistan. Learning, one of the game's all-time greats, took an extended break in August after Australia won the one-day international World Cup and won a gold medal at the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham. The 30-year-old is now returning as captain. But Vice-Captain Alicia Healy, who led the team when they beat India 4-1 in a in an away 2020 series will miss the Pakistan series after hurting her right calf. And now having a look at the weather around the country, Broome, a mostly cloudy day, 31 degrees, Perth, sunny 36, Adelaide, cloud, cloud clearing, 24 degrees, Melbourne, partly cloudy, 24, Hobart, a shower or two, and a possible storm, 22, Albury, Wodonga, mostly cloudy, 31, Canberra, similar conditions, 28, Wollongong, possible shower 25, Sydney, possible storm 27, Newcastle, a shower 227, Brisbane, partly cloudy 30, Townsville, partly cloudy 30 degrees, Cairns, shower 231, Alice Springs, rain 23, Darwin, showers and a possible storm, top of 31, and the Torres Strait Islands, partly cloudy day ahead and a top of 31 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News. 